San Bonani, Jumelang, Absheni. Hello, my name is Oarabledi Poko, and it is a Monday evening. And you know what happens? The touchline is always here to keep you in the know regarding all your football news. I'm pretty sure everybody's thinking, how shame, Dana Bangu, Chelsea fan, Juanyewa. Listen, you know what? I've had a whole day to digest, and Vince is also here to help me through my pain. <laughs> Vince, how are you tonight? I'm fantastic. For the first time ever, I'm just going to go sit here, sip my wine, and just throw these jabs at you. I'm so ready. You made my whole Monday, and I'm about to make your whole Monday evening. Let's go. <laughs> my, listen, this, this weekend, or just this past week, has undoubtedly been the worst week in Chelsea football history. You know what they always say, we always start off with bad news, get it out the way. So let's discuss the respective um, cup finals that both of Chelsea teams were in. The Chelsea mm. women's team faced Barcelona in the Champions League final. Congratulations to Barcelona for being the first and only <laughs> club to win their respect league as well as the Champions League in the same season. Listen, Vince, when that scoreline was 4-0 before halftime, I was like, no, we can forfeit the game. It's fine. No. It's, look, it's fine. <laughs> even, even when you saw the football that was being played, no, listen, I just saw Chelsea Chelsea ladies just honestly just chasing shadows, man. They're having those intricate yeah. one-two, making triangles for you in different parts of the pitch. I know it was tough Didn't today. Just, it, 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 was, it was not there, so... I, from from the potential weekend that it could have been, being a mm. double Chelsea dub, just essentially walking away with zero, nothing. I, Ows, man. We I'm, took I'd, be I'd... The, I'd be surprised if the ladies' coaches were sacked in the morning. Oh, she can't be sacked. She can't. I mean, she's won respective or consecutive rather leagues back to back. She got them to their first Champions League final. There's no way that she's going anywhere. We love Emma Hayes. I've I've literally seen Abramovich sack a manager a season after he'd won the the, trophy. So uh, all I know is that Stamford Bridge, there's there's nothing like, no, but you've done it. You've done so well for us in the past. Jose Mourinho got sacked a season later. Not even a season, half a season. Half a season. Four or five yeah, months after he won we the were league. Ten. So. No, no, that one made more sense. You can't be number one, win the league, go to Champions League, and then be fine. I mean, you know, there's justifications to these things. Mourinho, we were ten. What so about Antonio Conte? Won the league for you. Five months Con- later, he said. Because he's out there sending SMSs to our biggest and best players, telling them they are not in his plans. What about Roberto Di Matteo? Won the Champions League, sacked for like four or five months later. I could do this all day. What about Carlo Ancelotti? What about Abraham Grant? What about Goose Hitting? I can listen. I can. I can assure you. I'm willing to put money that I don't have on the fact that we will be seeing her next season as the Chelsea manager. She will be there. This is. You know this is where me. you know leniency comes in. <laughs> but, you know more than me. Looking at another manager that has also had to take an L this weekend. Um, this one more so than actually the women's team. This is Thomas Tuchel's, you know, men's team losing the FA Cup final to Leicester. Congratulations to Leicester for winning the first ever FA Cup final in their history. Five years ago, Leicester made history winning the Premier League. And now five years later, they are back at it again. So many things to talk about. Uh, you know, I think a lot of Chelsea fans would be like, oh no, we were robbed. Shut up, we were robbed. 
But also, I can honestly say my team didn't deserve to win because they didn't, they didn't. come there to win the final. They did they not. Didn't. And, and you know what? If you if you are going to lose a cup final to one goal, that Yuri Tillemans hit was one I'll of the most beautiful FA it. Cup. And, and and that's what it's all about. You know what I mean? This boy was a was a wonder kid at 16 years old. We saw him coming mm. through. Football manager. But um, no, listen, what a game. And you know, I don't know why this man is not getting the respect that he deserves, but Brendan Rodgers is literally stat padding the CV ridiculously. Mm-hmm. Once that man left Liverpool and he went and he went to the Scottish League, that man absolutely yeah. killed over there. So yeah. much so that Steven Gerrard's Rangers now have now eclipsed obviously um, Celtic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that this guy, like Brendan Rodgers, is an amazing manager. I'm gonna go yeah. and put like a small little, a small little mention. If I got word that that man was going to be the manager of, you know, that club that, that, other, team of us, that other club, if the, if I got word <laughs> that guy was going to be the manager, I actually would be super. I would be so jubilant towards it. Like I would, I would welcome it. That man. Yeah. He I mean, we outclassed. Yeah. Outclass I mean, we statue a couple of weeks four. ago. And I was asking him, like, with the work that he's done for Leicester, does he deserve a trophy? And you say, yes. And look at yeah. what he's gone and done for the club. And look at how massive it was for them. I mean, he managed to even get um, Wes Morgan, the captain of Leicester. Yeah. We tend to forget that he is the captain because, you know, yeah. um, Schmeichel is always already the captaincy. Mm. So for him to let him raise that um, cup for him and also give it to the owner being the son of the predecessor who was his father who passed away. It was such yeah. a beautiful moment for the team as a whole. That Leicester story is actually like, I think if you, for a football purist, it's actually mm. incredible. Like genuinely, you know, and for, for Leicester City, it doesn't even sound like a top, what's supposed to be a top a football top four, side. Yeah. But they've <laughs> literally, for them to win the league, for them to go and get a recognized manager, for them to have the players they have, for them to have Yuri, do you know what what hot property Yuri Tillemans? Yuri Tillemans is, property, yes. and James and Madison. Madison. Mm. Those are those are hot properties, and for that club to go and literally be able to keep those players, these guys could be earning stupid wages elsewhere. Mm. James Madison could have been earning house. silly silly wages at Manchester United, but those guys stay because clearly, mm. you know, you know, as Barcelona say, Mikko and club. Maybe they are more than a club, you know, in terms of that city, you know. And love that for them. Love that it came to the detriment of Russian billionaire. Um, what a game. Loved everything about it. What I will say is that that Chelsea side, I feel like they have the ability to beat anybody on their day, but they also have the ability to lose to anybody. Anybody on a particular day. I yeah. agree. But also, just looking at Chelsea's record at Wembley in finals, I mean, they've lost so many. Is mm. it within their DNA and culture? Because, I mean, you've mentioned all those managers that have been fired because mm. of these results that they keep getting. So clearly, it seems to me in the culture of Chelsea, <laughs> how do they now prepare for that Champions League final against a Manchester City side that on any day, really, even on their worst day, they're still one of the big ones? You know, my thing is that I feel like sometimes when the result doesn't go your way, then we start mm-hmm. looking at all the other variables. But if we are honest with ourselves, Chelsea is maybe in, if we're looking at the English sides, we're looking at the past decade, they are probably the most successful English side in the past decade. They've maybe yes, won, they've, they've won three or four leagues, they've won the Champions League, they've won the yeah. Europa League. 
they they could they potentially be attracted to the Yeah, I mean, they've got a number of FA Cups. Probably, I, I don't know. They, they, I mean, maybe won the Carabao Cup maybe in 2012, 2013. So Chelsea is a successful English side. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you somewhat think that, like, the reason why they do so well is because they treat everything so businessy, you know? Yeah, yeah. If, if you, listen, Frank Lampard, we know you're a great player, but you're getting along. And it's not going to be as poetic as you want. So, mm. move on. Conte, we see what you've done for us, but move on. Move Mourinho, on. we see what you've done for us, move on. Sorry, yeah. you see it's on the, the Europa for us move on and it's that it's that ruthlessness you know mm. that you have to admire about chelsea what i but i but, but for also for the amount of times they do win the finals mm-hmm. you know be it at wembley be in Champions League, whatever for the amount of times they do and i feel like we're we're going to be too critical to go and look at the losses considering the fact that they are the most successful english side english side the last game, you know what I mean? yeah they get there on merit they get to the finals on merit so mm. I don't think there's anything like a stumbling block in the final because it's different personnel every time. You know, first of all, it's a completely different yeah. team. Yeah. You've got five new signings this season who are essentially probably all going to start the Champions League final. Yeah, seven new, seven new signings. I'm talking about the starters. Starters only. Okay. Only Ooh. starters. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you know me. I get touchy when when someone tells me I didn't come correct. <laughs> yeah. That is okay. But I never, you know, I want to get back into that chat regarding um, Chelsea and Leicester because obviously tomorrow night we do have that game at Stamford Bridge. And obviously, after what happened this Saturday, I saw a lot of comparison, especially on Twitter, saying after this win um, Leicester has, they actually don't see Leicester in the top four because they are also looking at how Liverpool and the likes of um, goalkeepers now in the likes of Alison Becker, who is scoring goals. Um, are you still looking at the top four and do you think Leicester will keep their spot? I still very much think Leicester are going to keep their spot. Um, you know, momentum, momentum can be like a 12th man, you know, on the field. Mm-hmm. So, I know, you know, they say, you know, Liverpool, Liverpool has it in their hands. Mm-hmm. I don't but... see how to fit. <laughs> Look, obviously because Chelsea and Leicester play tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That could, and now we're gonna we're gonna start looking at football like you know how South Africans do. No, but if we if we get two points over there, yeah, culturally yeah. yeah. <laughs> tomorrow could end in a draw, and honestly, a draw would be Liverpool's worst nightmare mm. because I actually still personally I don't think Liverpool are gonna make the top four, and mm-hmm. um, because if, if if it takes them, if it takes an act of God. From them, and in the 94th minute, from their keeper, to go and get them into contention of just getting into the top Tasty. four. Yeah, just get a, a glimpse into top four. I mean, <laughs> listen, that header by Allison, it looked like it was planned. It looked like it came from the training ground. And another thing, that when I saw him coming up from his own goal to go towards, um, you know, when the corner was being taken, I was like, yo, that counter's going to chow you. Don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. But hey, yeah. man, it worked out in his favor. No, look, I thought, I thought, and I just don't understand how, I'm not, if you see him go to the 18-yard area, you'll see how Wolves were actually marking semi-zonal and they also had some man-on-man marking. Mm. Allison is quite clearly the tallest guy. On there. the pitch, yes. And, 
and no one, no one gave him a second look. No one could say, mm. maybe we should mark this guy. And that guy literally went straight. You know how Trent delivers his balls. That's the thing. The on a plate. All you had to do was just guide it. But, but what a beautiful glancing at it. It was so angelic. It was so, yes. it looked like a guy who, who literally does that for fun. And I thought, what a moment. And if I was I a know. little poor man, if I was a little poor man, I would have gone crazy. And they did go crazy. They, they, they did. They lost their minds. Considering also, you know, looking at the season that Allison has had, losing his father, all those mistakes that he's made. You know, I mean, he cost yeah. Liverpool a lot of points this this season, and uh, I don't think anybody can honestly doubt that. But just yesterday was such a beautiful moment for him personally, yeah. and obviously for the team. But also looking at the standings right now, Manchester United are currently in second with seventy points. Leicester are in third with sixty six. Chelsea in fourth with sixty four, as well as Liverpool in fifth with 63 we have two rounds of fixtures remaining in the Premier League let's see how all of that goes tomorrow night like I said is that big one at Stamford Bridge between third and fourth but now I want to move on to another league where things have already been concluded where Stevie G is a winner not only as a player but now also as a manager that is the Scottish Premier League, 38 games, 36 or 32 wins rather, as well as six draws, undefeated. Bongani Zungu getting himself uh, a medal in the process. Um, probably he's only one because Rangers has decided that they will not be keeping him longer than this season. But what do you think about that? I mean, for once, Rangers have finally won the cup. Honestly, <laughs> massive surprises. I didn't think that Stevie G would be this good. I didn't think he would mm-hmm. be this good. Um, also, yeah. to go and take the league away from a Celtic side that was essentially mm. dominating that Scottish league. Yeah, for the they were UVing that league the whole time. Yes, you know, <laughs> and, and, and to not just like take it away, but to literally brutally take it away and then mm. end it as well on a on a 32-win, six-draw, invincible season. That's crazy. I'll tell you who's, I'll tell you who's very spoiled are the Liverpool fans. Um, they must be. <laughs> they really now have like one of the most incredible managers, most likable, most charismatic, you know, most direct managers, who essentially actually just changed the club. And then now you, you literally in a couple of years, you're going to be getting a Stevie G coming in there who knows the club, who knows the ethos yeah. of the club, who knows the guys yeah. of the club. And that guy, that, look, it's written in the stars. Steven Gerrard is going to be manager of Liverpool maybe in the next five, five or so years, you know, and we yeah. all know that. I think. And I think the, the the interesting the way he goes about things is just in such a, a humble way. I think they asked him the other day, you know, there's so much talk of you becoming the next manager of what do you say to that? Mm. He says, Right now I'm the biggest fan of that manager. So my, now is not my time. And I thought to myself, yeah. this is exactly why you were captain. This is exactly why they want you there. So I'm very, very, very happy for Stevie G. And I yeah, that, that rainy season is incredible. I think even on this part. We're speaking about how we feel that Bongani is not going to get, is not going to come back to Rangers. We know we why. Because of his indecent behavior, you know, he could have, this, this could have been a move for him. But uh, mm. South Africans have its source. 
Eish, we squander yeah. our chances, man. And, well, you know, we're yeah. crying for the likes of, you know, the Lion of Judah there at Brighton because he's also sort of getting the treatment that he shouldn't be getting that yeah. is pissy down. But this weekend was a fabulous weekend for him. But back to the Scottish Premier League. It's so beautiful to always see a new club coming into town, dominating and winning in the manner that you just said. Uh, mm-hmm. But I want to move on now to another league that seems to be one of your favourites. That is a Serie A. We just spoke about Juventus who have been running away with the train. We all now know that Inter Milan have won. And also this weekend, Atalanta with that seven-goal thriller this weekend have now confirmed the top four Champions League spot for next season. Now looking at how, you know, the rest of the teams are panning out, there's so many teams that are vying for those number three and number four positions. We're talking the likes of AC Milan who are on top of the league for the longest period of time this season. Lord knows what happened to them. Napoli, who are now also hoying in those goals because they are winning by three to four goal margins these days, as well as Juventus, who are still trying, knocking on the door of that top four spot. Can you imagine seeing Cristiano Ronaldo playing Europa next season? Can, can you also remember that the Serie A only takes the top three teams? So... Oh, yes! Yeah. So now, oh, I actually forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So honestly, we we already know Atlanta's got it. We already know that Inter's got it. But Juve are not playing in the Champions League next season. I've had a look at the fixtures. I've had a look at the last two fixtures. There's nothing like Juve playing AC or AC playing um, Napoli. Juventus are... Either they need to go call upon the mightiest of gods. But Juve <laughs> will not be playing Champions League next season. And I fully expect everybody to come into such mode now. But there's going to be an incredible domino effect, let me tell you. Because if Juve don't play the Champions League, and mm. Juve can Europa, you think Cristiano Ronaldo, holder of five Ballon d'Ors, is going to go and play in the Europa in the, in, in, in the sunset years of his footballing oh. career? Somebody wow. called PSG. That's all I'm I, I'd actually forgotten how CBR actually was. You're right with regards to top. So right now, like, Juve are praying that basically both AC Milan and Napoli lose their next games. And they have... Nothing is in their hands. Their next game. Nothing is in their hands. Yep. Nothing is in their hands. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know what? I'm still I'm still bamboozled by that. <laughs> but let's talk about this weekend's game. I mean, Inter and Juve game, I don't know if you caught it, but... Whoa. Huh? If brands were given like this, me, I still yeah. advise that you <laughs> It was on a Friday night as well, as well, you know. <laughs> and you thought to yourself, I this the, this Serie A league is actually people always think that like it's a it's a retirement village. This thing mm, is violent, mm. okay? Like it's it, it is actually one of the most tactical leagues um in the world right now. I would say you have mm. your runaways in, in terms like if you go to La Liga, you got your runaways, your bosses are real Atleticos. Yeah. But there's nothing given for free in Serie A. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think that's why I was so it's it's been so impressive what Lukaku and friends have been able to do at into the season under Conte. It's just and I think because of Conte's football, it's never ever anything glamorous. It's never like five nils, mm-hmm. four nils. You know, it's your two nils, one nil, it's your one, one nils, and we'll set up shop and we'll keep it quiet. But um yeah. Oh, mate, what a, what, a, what a game. And honestly, 
you can just see that this this duel is going to carry on even into next season. That this is not like a, a one-shot thing. Like Antonio Conte is at Inter State, and whatever Juve decide to go and do with um, this Andrea Perlo guy, and that's exact. Remember when we, when we spoke on the podcast and we, and we chatted about AC Milan's manager? I yes. think his name is Piola. I mean, his name is Piola, and we said that yes, Zlatan and friends are doing the mm. business now, mm-hmm. but to go and win it at the highest of games, you really need someone who has done it also before, especially Inter. We mm. we knew Conte had done it so many times with Juve. So many times, yeah. Chelsea, there's no way that man was not going to win this league this season. Especially if yeah. you're going to go and put him against and Andrea Perlo, a guy who maybe coached two games for the under-23s at Juve and you want to give him the, one of the biggest biggest football, I want to say football positions in football. No ways, no ways. I mean, I, you're not lying with regards to saying that. I mean, they went and gave an inexperienced coach, a, 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 you know, a 10-time champion in Juventus and then unfortunately the build-up or rather the you know, I don't know what they call it these days. You know, when they break the team apart and now they're rebuilding, as they call it. Yeah. You gave that to a man who himself has no experience in that regard. So, Juve yeah. were bound to struggle. And just like you were saying, Inter Milan have been building from last season. Or I mean, we saw it last season where they narrowly yeah. just missed out on that title. And, ten, you know, 10 years later in their history, they have finally done it. So, that top four, top three, rather, in Serie A is heating up. But in another league that seems to be, you know, only two teams vying for the title on the penultimate day, that is La Liga with Atletico de Madrid and Real Madrid. Barcelona have, you know, they've they've taken themselves out of that competition. Yeah, with, they've bought <laughs> With the yeah. defeat yesterday. Yes. Mm-hmm. So now we're looking at the last game of the season where Atletico Madrid right now are still top of the log with 83 points, as well as Real Madrid with 81. It goes down to the wire. Who do you see you taking this season? I personally feel that the Real Madrid donated the season to Diego Simeone. Like really, donated. they, 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 you know what? There were there were moments where, where Real Madrid was out out of the stands, like they could not win the league, and they had a great resurgence of form, whatever. And Captain Benzema really, mm. this guy has, has played a season of his life in in those Real Madrid mm. And for for me to see them literally at the summit of the league, and for for me to go and see them lose silly games, one nils, two nils. They weren't serious. And, and it's odd to me because I would have thought, you know, for the serial winner that Zinedine Zidane is. Is, yeah. I, my goodness, you've never ever gone a season at Real Madrid without winning a trophy. You've winning been dumped out of the Yeah. You've been dumped out of the Champions League um, very uh, unceremoniously. You mm. were thrown out of the cup, the, the, the Copa del Rey. And I think to myself, like, you can, you can literally give it points. You can give it everything in the league. And they've just donated it. What I will say is, we spoke on this podcast and you asked me who was going to win the league. And I told you five weeks ago that Denico Madrid are going to win this thing, man. Diego Listen, and, like and it's, it's so insane because when I was looking at the game yesterday, I was hmm. looking at the fact that when Barcelona let Luis Suarez go, they were saying how his age is a factor, he's, you know, old and all of that. In my head, I'm just like, you look at him now, he's going to go win the league with yeah. Atletico. <laughs> you know, 
it was, I think, I think it was Latin who said, don't replace a Ferrari with like, um, with a it was something ridiculous. You don't replace yeah. a Ferrari with an Igo or something like that. How dare you, as Barcelona, do you replace with Braithwaite? <laughs> it's the level of disrespect for me. You know what? Liquidate that club. Burn it to the ground. <laughs> Start from the beginning. Start again, <laughs> honestly. It's no shame. You better, you better be so happy for Kruis. You know, to go to a team that is supposed to be uh, a very defensive mind mm, uh, uh, team. But man, have they played have, have they played like to their strengths. And you know what? Like Antonio can't uh, uh, Diego Simeone does not Diego get Simeone. His flowers. Mm. He doesn't get his flowers. That guy has taken the Atlantico side of last. You know the one of the, the Saul Jimenez of the world, the Juan Franz mm, of the, the world. Cocaise. Mm. The cocaise of the world. In come the new guys. In come Suarez. Ciao, In Felix. Wow, Felix, let's go, you know. And, Marcos and, Lorente. Bring him in, you know. <laughs> this guy has has not only, you know, managed top Spanish, but top Spanish players, you know, at the, mm. at the peak of their powers. But he's now brought in young people, young guns mm. as a pitching. No man, this guy, this guy is is probably as good as you know people make him out to be. To be Oblak, yeah. we had no idea about Oblak, but he made Oblak exactly who he is. So, no, look, massive respect to to Simeone. I I hope he wins it. You know, 2012, 2013 was a very very great year because I love the fact that you know Barcelona and Real lost that stronghold on um on that trophy. So I really hope it happens again. You know what? They deserve it. And it just makes everything more exciting again. Serie A, exciting. La Liga, exciting. Exciting. Premier League, same old. (laughs) I can't say I agree with you, though, because, you know what? As defending La Liga champions, I obviously want Real Madrid to win. And also because, you know, my blue side of life is not in great great conditions right now. So any couples do for me this season. (laughs) It really will do. <laughs> you're hurting, you're marvelous. Listen, I ignore I ignored messages this weekend. Ignore. I was just like, I will blue tick you and you will see that I'm hurt in my blue ticks and I will post my stories so you can see that I'm online and ignoring you. That is how hard this weekend has been. <laughs> I have to ask you though. I have to ask you. Yeah. If you feel that this weekend was difficult, and that was just a cup final. How do you think you're going to feel if something of the same nature is repeated in 14 days? Um, just know that there won't be touchline the following Monday. Um, That's fine. I'm going to host as well. Don't contact me. (laughs) Listen, if if those Chelsea players did not, you know, if they don't take that pain to the final, always acknowledge how they felt because did you see how they looked on Saturday? They made them watch. If they don't put that in their minds and remember how that's going to feel when Pep Guardiola raises that title, they have no chance whatsoever. And that, for me, is what they should go in there with. They should know what it feels like to lose a cup final. But also, Thomas Tuchel should never be that guy that manages to lose, you know, two Champions League finals with two different teams in two consecutive years. He should not want to have that stat. And also, I'm not trying for him to be like, you know, Jurgen Klopp, go to seven finals, lose six and only win the last one. No way. Those are not stats that we want at Chelsea. So, 
listen, I don't care how those balls go in, whether it's a knee, whether it's a ear, it better go in in that final and we better win that final. But, 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 but you know, you know as much as I know that this city side is very, very, very special. Very I special. do. So but I also so know what happens in cup finals. Anything can happen in cup finals. You're right. You're right. Football's an unpredictable game. And, uh, you know, I, yeah. all I'm saying is you can put me in. Monday morning, touchline. I'll be there. No, you're there you can be there. I will not. I will still be licking my wounds. So I will see you a week later you after see, that. It's the assumption already that you're gonna go and lose already. That's what I know. That Guardiola's, Guardiola's hurt you, and that's okay. That's okay. You know what? When, when you know sometimes when you don't have a, a, a cup final to look forward to on the 26th of May, I can understand why you speak like this about the 29th of May. But I will leave but that. My chance. team is playing. My team is playing. We're playing against you. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Don't you see on Twitter? I announced that I've I've signed. Oh, you, million. You moved. I'm I'm, 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 don't you know? Didn't you get the news? Undisclosed fee. Uh, Are you taking Sergio Aguero's place? Because you know he's there. Apparently, he's now going to Barcelona. <laughs> nah, I, I'm solid. Pep has told me about the future plans and what he wants. He wants what he wants from me as a supporter. So I'm good. I'm in a good space, and I'd like to thank Arsenal for. For the, for the past couple of years, I thank them for the heartaches, the terrible times mm-hmm. they put me through, the fact that I never ever saw them win the Premier League when I was a learned man. But um, I'm happy, to, I'm happy with the decision that I've made, and uh, yeah, superbly and highly. And that is well, the here's some good news match. that's coming out of obviously Europe right now. It's still some chat. Um, nothing's confirmed as yet. Harry Kane has apparently put in his transfer script at Tottenham because. He is trying to win cups, and apparently he knows it will not happen at Tottenham. He might be available. What? Do you think Arsenal have the money? What a chat! What a chat! <laughs> let's let's work on our let's work on our shortlist. Okay, about mm-hmm. Okay, oh. so so we know we know Harry Kane. Also, beautiful goal this weekend. He's just an incredible player, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we know Harry Kane is English. Harry Kane yes. is not. Not gonna want to go and do a daily uh, what's it, uh, a Jaden Sancho. He's not gonna want to go to like a German league anything of a sort. Mm, agree, right? mm. So Harry Kane stays in England. We agree. Mm-hmm. Right. Manchester United. Top of that list. It's an we option. Agree. It's an option. Now, if we if we go Manchester United, we need to think about the fact that Manchester United also just offered an ex- a one year extension. That man is probably costing United just short of 300 k per week, yes? Oof. Oof. Surely. Yeah, right I about, mean, yeah. He's one of the top earners. If, if, if Paul Pogba went there, is earning 350 and David De Gea around 340, and 340. we know Alexis Sanchez was earning about 425 then, mm-hmm. then we can assume that Cavani is earning maybe just under 300, yes? Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, does he go to Chelsea? I, I can also see that because there is huge weight in the Chelsea number nine jersey. Huge weight that I feel like Timo Werner has not been able to fill, and that's why he is the number eleven, and he'll be playing on the flank. But I feel like Harry Kane could go to Chelsea. Mm-hmm. 
Harry Kane will not go to Manchester City uh, because Manchester City are going to say we don't have we don't have Harry Kane money. We can't afford him. And we all know it's nonsense. Yeah, we all know it's nonsense. But I don't see him in a city shirt. Yeah. Funny enough. But weirder things have happened in football. You know, we could be sitting here. And as you said, Sergio Aguero's number 10 has been vacated. Mm-hmm. We know they're in the market for a striker. We've heard yes. the whispers about Messi, we, which we know is not going to happen now because Aguero's going to go and join him at Barca. Mm-hmm. So if, if you can have a prime Harry Kane coming into your club at 28 years old and you've just made a Champions League final, you've just won the league, you've just won the Carabao Cup, and that man knows he's coming into your team, to start, Pip, come on, give it to us, man. Give it. I mean, yeah. If, if City win the Champions League, Harry Kane's going to City. Mark think? my words. Yeah. We're talking. We're talking about a Manchester City side that would literally win the Champions League without a number nine. Think about it. the whole season. They've they've never really had a solid striker. So. Do you really think they would look at it that way? Oh, we need one when they just want to leave without I think Pep, I think Pep will go and look at the season and he'll think to himself, Liverpool were not up for it this season because there was yeah. no virtual. Um, we need to stop you, saying that, actually. What? The whole was virtual, virtual. Virgil is not the team. Fair enough. Fair enough. But he is an important player. Okay. Okay. Fair. Cool. So, if Liverpool were not up for it this season, Chelsea were... Also, maybe not after the, because they, they didn't have two managers, you know. Mm, they also had mm. seven new signings, as you were so quick to correct me. Um, and then you've got you've got a, a, a Tottenham side that also suffered two managers this season, you know. Mm. So I think I think people look at me and be like, in a different year, we wouldn't we wouldn't have won this league because in a different year, Liverpool would have won this league or yeah. a different Chelsea side. So. I see them strengthening. But and the, you see the strength in Harry Kane. I, I really care. See, you, you just gave me that Oprah bar now. You know? <laughs> yeah, what? Haven't you yeah. even got the pen and paper? That's why yeah. you got to fight me. When you out check up and cut with your own web. <laughs> exactly. Did we strengthen or were we strengthened? You know? <laughs> yeah, basically. So, um, it's going to be interesting. Man United or Man City. It's basically mm. a battle between the two sides in Manchester and I see him going in either one of those directions. To the blue side. I, what I will say, it'll be a Manchester side. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I guess we'll have to wait and see in the transfers when the transfer window opens on the 1st of June. We also know that Euros are also heating up because Belgium announced today's squad today and also the likelihood of Eden Hazard playing has been confirmed because he is in the 26-man squad for Belgium. So I look forward as well to those Euros. But before we wrap up the touchline here tonight, let us also look at the fact that CAF quarterfinals happened this weekend. Uh, we saw a Kaiser Chiefs side hasn't scored goals in so long, scoring four goals in one game against Simba, the Tanzanian champions. 
Um, I'm guessing it's that memorandum that they took to Nigeria because clearly it evokes some feelings for them for them to get that 4-0 victory in that first leg of the quarterfinals, as well as Mamelodi Sundowns, unfortunately, going down to two goals to no against the Red Devils and well, rather against a piece of Musimanis Al Akinsad. Look at him be so proud of his new team. The second legs will take place on the 23rd of May. We look forward to that one. And also in the CAF Confederations Cup, Orlando Pirates welcomed Raja Casablanca, the Moroccan champions, to the Orlando Stadium. Raja Casablanca getting that vital away goal in a one all draw against Orlando Pirates. We look forward to that second leg. But also for the rest of the week, we have a lot more fixtures in the Premier League, in Serie A, in La Liga. You keep watching. Everybody is playing. We are now coming to the end of the season with a lot of the divisions. We all know that most of them have already been won, but the likes of La Liga is yet to be decided. Vince, thank you so much for tonight. Hopefully, Arsenal end off uh, in the top half of the table again. Manchester City, I told you, transfer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to remind you of this. I really am. Like, we will not forget this. We will document it now. <laughs> People hate winners. People hate winners, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you heard Vince here. He has no loyalty. Hopefully, he has loyalty to the touchline and will be back with us again next week, Monday, for another <laughs> segment of All Your Footballing News. My name is Oara Lady Poco. Please do follow all of us on our social medias. That is Vince underscore 92, as well as at Oara Lady Poco on Twitter and Instagram. And for Touchline, that is Touchline SA and Instagram and Twitter. Until next time, here on Touchline, we're out.